Christine, have you got anything in the house to drink? Any little thing at all. I'm not the fussy type. I prefer bourbon and water, but any little thing will do. And you can actually you can tell what state she is in. Not a good one. That's from the movie The Bad Seed. And are you trying to run away from problems by drinking? Are you self-medicating? Are you feeling like you, to face your problems would just completely destroy you. Well, when you drink, you know what's happening. You're blinding yourself. It's like trying to go through a very bad snowstorm and using as an aid blinders. You put blinders over your eyes and you say, that will help me because if I don't see it, then I won't know how bad the snowstorm is and you're trying to drive. That's not going to help. And that's the same thing that alcohol does to you. When you put blinders over your mind and you drown it in alcohol or other substances, whether they're prescription drugs, and I don't mean medically needed helpful prescription drugs, I mean abuse, then you're your own worst enemy. And they say pills don't teach skills, neither does alcohol. And how do you use your mind in a better way to get through that psychological snowstorm in your life? You want to keep your eyes open and learn the skills to make your life better. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. It's an opportunity for you to call and ask me any question that's on your mind, maybe with your kids or a spouse or even with coworkers. And I want to welcome Wanda to the phone right now. You have a problem with a coworker? Well, several actually. Okay, I several think, coworkers yeah, or I several? Think, I mean, I was never one to, you know, I would treat everybody nice. I would try to participate. And I've worked where I've worked maybe 14 or 15 years. And, and I would treat everybody nice. I used to go to the parties. I used to participate in everything. But when it just seems like birthdays came around, they celebrated the same people. Nobody else gets celebrated. I stopped doing it after so long, you know. Right, right. And uh, and I and I was always the type of person anyway to do my work and just go home. Right. You know, I was that type of person anyway. I'm not right. uh, extrovert, I guess you would say. Uh, anyway, so I would just was being nice, you know, and trying to get along. Yeah. But when I saw they already had made a difference in me, I left them alone, you know, completely, you know. What you mean when speak, they... You know, I speak and everything, but I don't get involved in nobody's business, personal, nothing. I do yeah. my work, get out of there, and I do my work right. And, um, but over the years, you know, um, like I said, I live a quiet lifestyle. I, I stay to myself right. for the most So what's part. happening? You're and saying... Because I moved, too, during this time when I started working there. Oh, say and you moved during this I time. I moved right, okay. during, while I was working. Let me sum up what I hear so far, Wanda, which is mm-hmm. that you've been at the same place for a long time, and you Correct. used to feel like you fit in more, you would go to the parties, you would celebrate birthdays, but then you saw that there were only a select core group of people who were folk, who uh, basically were the favorite child. Celebrate it. Right. right. So the f- they, it's like know, being in no a family. 
Right. Right. They celebrate themselves. And the other people are kind of in the background. And you're one of the people that was in the background. And so the question is, what? What do you do? How do you reconnect with them? Or how do you manage the situation? What would you like some help with? I don't want to reconnect with them. I I had made my decision. They're not my friends. You know, what people you work with are not your friends. I had made that decision a long time ago. And I'm not about to change it at my age. Yeah, uh, I'm not concerned about that. My my thing is to just work in peace. That that that's okay. Thing. So where is the conflict right now that you'd like some help with? Correct. Oh, where is the conflict? What are they talking behind right. your back? Yeah, you know they're they're, they're verbally, I, I, and I can't even be sure because I don't even know of them. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, so let me but give like, you yeah, let me give well, you some. No, nobody's gotten into gotten in my face. Because they know I will get you out. Okay, I, I'm not concerned with the physical, but I, I'm still careful because I still know there are some people who think they will try anything. You know, but yeah, uh, yeah they I'm won't hearing do a f- that. Yeah, I'm hearing they a f- won't do that anyway. They don't want to lose their job. They don't want to go to jail. I mean, they won't do that type of thing. They, they, so they, you're not worried about any fist fights or I'll meet you on the hill, Wanda, type thing. Not, not necessarily? necessarily. You think there's one person who would start a fist fight with you or a fight? Physical? Um, no, no. They would have done that a long time. <laughs> okay. So basically, <laughs> let, how many people are you working with? Just ballpark. Oh, wow. It's not probably maybe 60. Six zero? Yeah, 60, 50, 60, yes. Okay. And so, I'm in a building with two, where I'm in a building now with another office, including our office. Yeah, our office is pretty big. It's like 50 people. Okay. Let me tell you what I would do in that situation, and maybe it will give you some ideas, maybe not. Um, Whenever I'm with a larger group, in the past I used to be a very shy kid, and I would isolate myself. You sound much, you don't sound shy, and you you sound like you're very forthright. You're that, you're a a shoot-from-the-hip type person. And and, um, so you don't have the problem I had as a kid, but I needed a way to figure out how to connect with people. And when I was in a group, I would think of them as a group, meaning I thought they all thought alike. I thought they all held the same opinion of me, which was not so great because I was a shy kid. And I just felt inferior, inadequate. And so I needed some skills to be able to change that. And what I learned over the years is that really in a group of whether it's five or let's just take even five people, not everybody thinks alike. And I know that through therapy from people talking that not everybody in a group thinks identically about another person. And even if they think identically, uh, which is almost never. It, never. So, so meaning people, there may be people who like you very much who would like to warm up to you in that group of 60 people. Even if there are five or three in your immediate office, there might be one of those who's a little more open to at least being cordial, you know, the superficial things you talk about, the weather, mm-hmm. boy, it was freezing mm-hmm. out today, or, oh, it was so hard to get my kids on the bus today, you know, just small stuff, not personal stuff about your sex life or that thing, but mm-hmm. there's a level upon which you can connect with one or two that makes your day more comfortable. So you could first don't think of it as a glob, as a group. Think of each person as a unique individual, which they truly are. Second, 
That's the first thing. The second thing, Wanda, is treat yourself well. If you're assuming, like I, well, when I, well, I did as a kid, that everybody thought of me the way uh, one bully on the block thought of me. That's not fair to me because that wasn't the case. So you want to know that your self-evaluation, assuming that it's fairly good, trumps anybody else's negative view of you. Mm-hmm. And even if you have an off day, everybody has an off day, you, you know yourself. If there are things you want to improve in yourself, you can. But if there are things you, if you know your strengths, if there are things you value in yourself, hold those in mind. And the skills that you have, the knowledge that you have to be a good friend, you can use those just to be a cordially neutral person at work. Is there one person you think you could reach out to at work that would make it just a little warmer? Uh, yeah, there's one person that I speak with, but it's basically about religion and that. A couple, okay. maybe a couple. Well, then you can connect, find a way. You know, I was I started a new class at the gym, Pilates, and I, I probably won't continue, or just rarely, but I tr- started it, and when I sat down... I many times keep to myself, but this time I turned around and I started talking with the woman next to me, Simone, she's French, and we were speaking in French a little bit. I spoke to the woman on my other side, and we chatted just a little bit. Do you, how do you think that class felt? Much better. Much better, and it probably took about three minutes of conversation, nothing conversation between us. So if you think of it that way and don't lump them as a group, you can enjoy it more, and you can throw your own birthday party. I remember one secretary at work was leaving, and she threw herself a going-away birthday, or not a birthday party, (laughs) and I just carried that. I didn't need to make it seem like that was the focus of things. I wanted you to understand my history. Okay, and I know we're right at the end of time. So my my main skill, my main my main advice is value yourself and connect with one or two good people at work to make it enjoyable for yourself, Wanda. Okay. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Toll free, one eight seven seven D R K E N N E R. That's toll free one eight seven seven. Dr. Kenry. You can visit my website, drkenry.com. I'll see you.